Now broadcasting on your favorite podcast platform, it's the Maverick Do It Different Podcast with your host, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. When you want to step up and dare to be different, when you will dare to be great and live up to your fullest potential, when you are ready to dare to be a maverick and live the life of your dreams filled with abundance, passion, and joy, then it's time to listen to me, Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different Podcast. Welcome, everyone, to this edition of Do It Different Podcast. My name is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and I am here interviewing one of our great, great authors in our, well, upcoming book, if you're seeing this live, and, well, for some of you may see the recording, so it'll be a book already driven to bestseller. It's our Be a Success Maverick. This is volume two. Volume three is coming out any moment, and I'm here with one of our great, great authors in this amazing book of co-authors that we have just uh, amazing people in this one. Uh, Well, let me introduce him. Chris Salem is an executive coach, a corporate advisor, professional speaker, award-winning author over and over again, radio show host, media personality, and the key component dedicated to mentoring leaders to enhance themselves, their brands through influence. Please welcome Chris Salem to our podcast. Paul, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, It is a a pleasure. Uh, We've uh, known each other for years. We work closely together on an ongoing basis. Uh, We both have similar passions of of helping others in the business world and really uh, bringing it completely all to the table. Um, there, there's so much that you're doing. Let's talk about some of the things that you do in branding. Uh, one of your real passions, what's the real secret? Uh, you're dealing with uh, business owners. They want to brand. They want to scale themselves. What's, what's the component that they need to be paying attention to? Well, what I always say, Paul, is that when we can really understand ourselves, you know, what really drives our purpose, our why, a lot of that has to do with our core values. And core values are, you know, the values that truly define who you are. Many times people don't realize that they're operating under someone else's values and don't even realize it. I know for me, I was operating from my father's values for the first 30 years of my life because I was seeking his validation, not even knowing it. (laughs) And with that being said, when you can really understand your values, that could be transparency, integrity, honesty, whatever that may be, yeah. you, have a, you have a better idea of how you can show up to connect with your audience and what will make you compelling to them. See, the reality is people connect with others subconsciously based upon why you do what you do that resonates with their why. This is why brands like Coca-Cola and, you know, and certain brands like that, Zappos, you know, why they're able to connect subconsciously on those values with people and why they buy their products. So it's no different than if you are a consultant, a coach, a speaker, you're running a brick and mortar business, you could be whatever it may be. It's not just what you do, but why you do what you do. And it's not what makes you unique first, it what makes you compelling to them because when you connect on that why, now they're in position to now know, want to know what you do and how you can help them. Yeah, so so powerful. And, and I was in the same position the first 30 years. I was connected to a, a um, 
to a value system and whys and reasoning and logic and belief systems that just didn't, wasn't mine. And I learned to own it just like you did in, in our growth stage, if you will. What really made, there's a tons of people that kind of have that same similar story of, of where they came up, grew up with belief systems coming at them. What, what caused you to actually make the shift? Why, what was different about you that caused you to create that awareness? Well, for me, Paul, it was just a transformation when my dad, my dad was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 56. So my father passed away uh, just now about almost 22 years ago. And up until that point, while I had a very good, strong worth ethic, I was really good at sales. I was just miserable and struggling inside because of, again, operating from my father's values, not even knowing it, operating from self-limiting beliefs. Uh, operating under this false self that, you know, I projected this level of confidence and bravado, but yet inside I was broken and really my confidence level was really here. I went through, you know, I really had a hard time with relationships with people and it just got to the point where I hit rock bottom. I struggled 12 years of addiction as a result of it to escape the pain. And when my father was on his deathbed a day and a half before he passed, it was like he gave me the greatest gift I ever ever to this day I ever received something that he couldn't do when he was a father when I was growing up to me and my brother and it was like he was talking to me he literally it wasn't the words he couldn't talk but it was through his eyes that he was saying that if I could have done it different I would have I only could give what I know see the the same thing that happened to me from him happened from his father he was just repeating what he knew his intention was not to hurt me and my brother it was just, that's all he knew. And that was the first time I looked at myself and said, I've been playing the victim card and using excuses for up until right now. And I said to myself, no matter what has been done and some things that, that there, people have gone through horrific things, you didn't ask for it, but it's always our responsibility for whatever has happened to do something about it. Nobody can do it for you. That was the, the turning point for me to take ownership of my life and my career I didn't know how I was going to go about doing it. I just knew right. that I had to do something. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. Every time you and I talk, there, there's new awareness on how similar some of our stories were. And, and I turned to a, a lot of different things. I didn't turn to the addiction part, only the, the process was almost identical. Uh, that, that there was some broken methodologies that my parents brought to the table and my father brought to the table that that were it's all they knew that's all they knew and, and and recognizing that and that so you let go of the blame game you let go of the victimhood and then you're able to actually step into something new and and receive and so powerful and i went through that such a similar transformation uh after my 30s finally realization in 30s then another 10 years of like oh now what Right. And fill in, fill in that void. Right. Uh, so such a great story and, and so important for people to recognize. You, so you wrote a chapter in Be a Success Maverick book and you're a co-author there with us all. What is if someone was going to go read the book, what would be a great takeaway that you could share with us as to uh, what, what it is that they're going to find there? Well, I, I, I centered on in, in the book was around accountability. See, when, if, no matter where we are in our business, 
you know, as a maverick, it's, we're constantly, it's progress in motion. It's not like, Hey, I've arrived and, you know, I've graduated and here we are. No, it, it's right. always progress in motion. Any maverick will tell you that a Richard Branson, a Mark Cuban, it's, it, yeah. it's never ending. So accountability is something that you, that you have to really have in place each and every day. And it's not just somebody else keeping you accountable. It's keeping yourself accountable. And that is through discipline, through habits, being consistent with setting a daily routine, a success foundation that you can build off of and sustain your growth. So no matter what obstacles you're going through, like COVID or something in the economy that are beyond your control, we can still see the blessings disguised in it to maximize what we can control so that in the long run, we come out ahead. Accountability plays a major part in doing that. So it's, it's up to the individual to find out, again, what are the things that they can do to build their success foundation, sustain it? What tools and resources can they capitalize on that will help them to keep themselves accountable to grow for as long as they continue you know, in their business and in their personal lives? Yeah, that accountability, that persistent, consistent behavior and and constantly um, moving forward. Man, COVID, I call it the COVID challenge. Uh, the COVID experience, as I've watched entrepreneurs and successful people and people not quite successful go through this period of time, the real difference has been the people that that same circumstances in the outside world and one group of people steps forward, another group of people step back. Yes. And we, it's become more and more self-evident as the time has gone, gone on. And the, you're going to see over the next year, two years, five years, 10 years, the difference play out. Yes. The people that step forward are going to be the new leaders of the world. And the ones who step back and hid for the last year and a half, two years, um, they're, they're going to be lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And, it, and it's such a shame. And it has everything to do with how you react. Absolutely. It's about, you know, change is inevitable. So it's either you're going to adapt and learn and grow from it, or you're going to resist yeah. and fall in between the cracks. Yeah. And man, everything that you do and, and, uh, everything that, that you do within a Maverick community, and I know this is only a fraction of what you do everywhere, to really serve and help and, and be there as a, as a great coach, a great mentor, a great uh, trusted advisor. Um, talk about that term. What, what really makes a trusted advisor and why do we need them? Well, I mean, a trusted advisor is not what you do, right? You might be a lawyer. You might be a financial advisor. You might be an executive coach. Uh, consultant, but a trusted advisor is why you do what you do. It's that value that you provide that's compelling to your audience each and every day. It doesn't necessarily have to be something direct to what you do, but it could be something that, that again, is why you do what you do, something that, that's connecting with people. And that's how you build your sphere of influence. Those are what, when people are thinking of other people that can benefit from what you do, they're going to think of you first over someone else. So, to me, a trusted advisor is someone that's consistent, that is a resource and, and is constantly being the example, both transparently inside and outside. What I mean is behind closed doors and out in public and, and, and is consistent with their, their communication and their values in terms of connecting with their audience. You mean consistency matters? You mean like <laughs> walk your talk that really matters? Yeah, there, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it, 
It's so amazing. How many people do we know? How many people are out there in every industry that, uh, man, behind closed doors, they're, they're screaming, hollering, cursing up a storm. <laughs> Everyone hates them. And then, you know, they get in public, they get in networking events. They're like, hey. Uh, and it's, yeah. what a shame. It, it, it is. But I always say that, you know, again, it, it does come out in the wash. And again, it's just the, if people can just be real, we're all humans. We all have our, our strengths, our weaknesses. I know where, you know, the things that I still, still continue to work on and I do it. I'm transparent about it. There's nothing to hide. And I think people connect with realness and, you know, the right people will connect with realness. And those are the people that are going to become steady customers. They're going to get the best value. They're going to, they're going to do something with why and what you do to help them do what they're looking to do in their business and their personal life. So I, I think it's just, it's a sustainable solution, put it that way. Yeah, no, no question. And, and it's something that I know you live by. You and I have seen each other in uh, business professional levels and networking on stages, as well as on the beach in our, in our swim yeah, trunks yeah. and everything in between. And, uh, and you're the same guy, no matter where I ever see you. And it's a, a real value to have you part of my world, part of my life and within the Maverick community. So. Uh, I love being part of the Maverick community. And it, it's such a blessing that anybody, you know, people that are watching this, you know, please check out uh, Paul Fink and the Maverick community. There's just so many tools and resources here and so much knowledge. And, and again, you know, this is, when you think of a Maverick, you know, when he says it, do it different, I'm, it's what we do. You do it different. If you're doing the same thing over and over and and, and you're getting the same results. Well, what was that? Einstein, the definition of insanity. So uh, yeah. so with that being said, there, there's a lot of value here. I, I appreciate that. And this is supposed to be about you. We, <laughs> as you can tell, guys, we, we know each other and we work together and uh, uh, mutual respect. And it's what really it's all about. Um, let me ask you, what's next? What's, What's next? next is is uh, just to continue to show up to be my better self, you know, to be the example, be a resource, show up where people are and through, you know, relating to them, understanding them, uh, helping them to guide them to where they want to go, you know, and, and not pleasing and enabling them, but just being a resource to help them help themselves. That's what's next for me. I'm going to continue to do it at the highest level that I possibly can. Here, here. And, and you can tell we, we both have uh, ventured in the psychology and personal development realm, uh, not, not to, to be uh, codependent on people. We want to yeah. support them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just powerful components of, of walking the talk and being the example and the leader in the community and in our, our larger community all around the country in um, being a stand for them so that they can see what real professionalism and uh, real honor looks like. And it's, uh, it's a great honor to be with you. Thank you for that. Same here, Paul. Thank you. So we've got a lightning round now, a lightning round where with just some quick questions. And what's your favorite book you'd recommend to everybody to read? Well, I have a lot of favorite books right now, but I always say that the one book that I really, that I've, you know, I could read over and over again is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's just one of those books that, you know, where someone came from a rock bottom state 
you know, a real person. It wasn't somebody that was, you know, hey, look at me. I, I've been in the now for all my life. You know, no. Right. This was someone that was on the brink of suicide and, did, you know, didn't know what he was going to do next. And it's just a powerful book. It really, really, it's really great for not only business people, but also any people. It doesn't matter if you're in business or not. It's just really helping you to get into that state of mind, state of being, of being now, because everything is happening now. Your future depends upon now. Your past is gone. The past is a teacher. You can maybe learn and take some things from it to apply to do different next time. But it's about what you do now. So that would be my book of choice. It's so great asking these questions because I hear like such a variety of just great, great, great books. And it reminds me to to go and increase my my library. Uh, That's a good one. Uh, Favorite movie? Well, favorite movie. I love movies and I got plenty of them, but I'm always going to go back and people probably said this over and over and many people. I love Rocky. Reason why I love Rocky. (laughs) I mean, granted, was the quality itself a great film? No. But again, it just comes down to the story and just about it's just real. It's just like a, it, it really it's just real. And that being authentic and transparent is what really captured me. And it's one of those movies, no matter how many times I watch it, I can never get sick of it. And, it, and there's so many life lessons uh, that and even business as well that you can find in there. Is the acting going to be top notch? No. I mean, I mean, he was starting to come into his own at that point. That was his first. What do you mean? That was his first. Yeah, exactly. But it it, it will go down as one of the class, and not to mention the other ones that followed and the Rambo's and all that. (laughs) Rocky, the Rocky movie, and what was really cool is that story um, reflected his own life as well. Yeah, the struggle. Not right, and and really rock bottom to superstardom. That the movie did it in in fighting you know in boxing and in real life it was his acting career that was the launch and he was rock bottom and i don't know whether you ever heard the story you know he sold his dog in the process he sold his dog and then got it back i mean he originally they wanted him to sell the movie for a couple hundred thousand dollars yeah james Kahn was going to play the part or somebody else they had and he he held in there he says this is my story and I'm sticking to it. I mean, that's a Les Brown quote, by the way. But nonetheless, yeah, he 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 held in there and he did it. And the rest is history. It changed his his life forever. It, it's a great lesson of perseverance. Great lesson of 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 really sticking to your core, to your values and your belief systems, and holding on to what you know inside, so that you can show it to the world. And if he did not hold on to his values and his belief of who he was, we wouldn't know his name to this day. Absolutely. Absolutely and, true. And it's so great. And it's something that, that you and I have, have um, we look to epitomize that process it, all the time. It's like, man, I'm just doing it. And whether it works, doesn't work, I don't care. I know what I know, and I'm going to do it and see what happens. And what a great, what a great analogy. What Absolutely. Great analogy. Thank you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, cool stuff. Uh, singer, band. Well, again, I got a lot of them. I love music, and I got plenty of them. I've always been a rock guy anyway, and hard rock. But I'm going to probably go with uh, Led Zeppelin just because, you know, I grew up with them in, back when I was really young. 
yeah. you know, of course I evolved into other types of, you know, hard rock music over the years, but nonetheless, the reason why I say that is because they were not only great musicians, a great singer, but they really, their lyrics and their music were very diverse ahead of its time. And, and they produced music that will, that any genre, any generation, generation type can listen to and enjoy and covered many different things about life uh, that just are just are timeless. And, and, and those are the things that I, you know, I remember. And I, to this day, I could always throw on any, any of a Led Zeppelin album and, and, and never That's get sick. Of it. <laughs> yep. What's your biggest passion? My biggest passion is being a dad and being the dad to my son, who's, well, going to be 14 at the end of November. He's going into, well, you, we, we, we're in the same school system our kid, your kids went through. So, uh, you know, he's going into high school. So just being there, I've been, a, been part of his life every step of the way from coaching, from Brookfield sports to uh, now I get to watch on the outside. I don't, I don't have to coach now. And, and I get to kind of enjoy and watch him play and just see him, you know, evolve into the man that he's going to, the man that he is becoming. And, and just, you know, just being, being there for him, like, you know, unlike my dad was able to be there, uh, just looking to do it different so that he has a, 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 an opportunity to, you know, raise his level of confidence and begin to really come into his own with his values to do what he'll bring best to the world. You're a great dad. So uh, you're living your passion every day. I know that for sure. Want to thank you so much, Chris, for the time we've had together. And we've got listeners all over the country. We've got listeners all over the world through our podcast. Give us some final words of wisdom. I would say here are some things that I would like to leave for people listening and that will be listening later. Is a statement that I've been living my life for quite some time. It's give without expectation, receive without resistance. So let me clarify that for everyone. When you're giving without expectation, you're not just giving away everything and letting people take advantage of that. That would be pleasing and enabling someone. That's, that's codependent behavior. Give without expectation from empathy and kindness. It's interdependent behavior. There's boundaries. Mm -hmm. You're being a resource and being the example for others to do for themselves. And then when it comes back from somewhere else, regardless of where it is, you don't resist. You receive with gratitude. I see so many people that can give, but they can't, they have a hard time receiving. Again, those mental blocks. Yep. So it, if it's taking that statement and really begin to see where those blocks are, learn how to receive without resistance, no matter where it comes from. I don't care if it's a thank you, a kudos or, or money or, or a new opportunity in your business, you receive without resistance, without question. And to me, that's a statement that it has changed the quality of my life and business. And I stick to it each and every day. Here, here. Yeah. That, that, that balance of give and receive. And, and you've got to be able to do both to really keep the flow of, of abundance uh, vibrant in your community and in your society and in the universe. Uh, no question. Chris, absolute pleasure. Absolute thank you so much for being here. We've got the book, it's launching, and it is going to be amazing. We have some amazing people in it. So proud of this and so glad that you were able to be a part of it. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. And I cannot wait to get this into the hands of so many people that can benefit from this. So I encourage everybody 
when this book comes out, get your hands on it, get the, the hard copy, the, the Kindle copy, whatever, how you resonate to, yeah, to obtain yeah. information, but even better to apply it, Pl- apply it when you get it. Why? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Everybody, you want to get in touch with Chris Salem. All his information is right here in the description. So absolutely reach out. He is an amazing guy, an amazing coach, and an amazing human being. Absolutely, you want to grab hold of uh, his knowledge and be in his presence no matter what capacity. So reach out right here. All the descriptions are right here in the, uh, all the links are in the descriptions. And I'm Paul Fink. I'm the Maverick Millionaire. This is the Do It Different podcast, and this is where we dare to do it different to create an amazing results for everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you all soon. Thanks for listening to Paul Fink. That's me, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Maverick Do It Different podcast. You can listen to us anytime, 24-7, on your podcast listening platform of choice. Introduce us to your friends, give us five-star rating and subscribe, and share us across all your social media platforms to anyone that could really utilize this message right now. Till next time, everyone.